BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Secluded Thoughts, where we talk about how to take accountability of your life in order to become the best version of yourself. I am your host, Sensi, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about being lonely versus being alone. And the way I differentiate the two is that I define being alone as being by yourself, but still in a good place mentally, whereas being lonely is either being physically alone or in the company of other people but still feeling isolated or distanced and having internal issues that you are keeping to yourself. So for the purposes of this episode, this is how we're going to define it. And for me, it's really about focusing on your emotions to figure out which one applies to you. So I have had the experience of being both lonely and alone. I'm actually alone most of the time because I live alone and I'm an introvert and I just like my own company. I just like being by myself. I'm a Pisces. I live inside my head. I might be here physically, but mentally I'm in a completely different plane. So being alone is not uncommon for me. It's actually my preferred state to be honest I like being alone I like being in my own company I just I absolutely love it and like I said I am in a good place mentally so right now I would define my situation as just being alone but let's talk about being lonely for a second because I have actually had a time in my life where I felt very lonely so let's talk about loneliness So like I said before, this is pretty much where you isolate yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and not for a good reason. It's not because you need time alone to reflect or work on something, but because you just, you don't know how to communicate your needs and you might be feeling a lack of connection with the people around you or That tends to breed a lack of connection because you are isolating yourself. So let me talk a little bit about my experience with being lonely. So in the past, I wasn't very good at being vulnerable. 
I did my best to not put myself in vulnerable situations because of past experiences and just because I just don't like how it feels. You know, I just don't like being so exposed and being so vulnerable to being hurt, basically. I just never liked that. So what I did was I put up this huge wall around me, hypothetically speaking, And then I felt like I just wasn't connecting with people or that I was drifting apart from my friends and family and nobody really knew who I was. And I didn't know who my friends were because I had pushed them out. Like I was literally at a point in my life where I had friends who I've had for years. And obviously as you grow in life, you take on different interests, different likes, you change, you evolve. And and it's like if you knew somebody in high school and you had to meet them after college, it wouldn't be the same person because that person has grown up a lot. They've matured now. This is different. It's a different version of them. And so I had friends who I've known since high school And since before that, and I felt like I was drifting apart from them, like I didn't know them and they didn't know me. And the crazy thing was I was talking to them almost every day or very frequently. I spoke to them very often. We communicated very often. But because I had put up a wall because I didn't want to be vulnerable, I didn't want to talk about when I was hurt or when I was going through something I just didn't want to share any vulnerable experiences that essentially make me the person that I am. Because of me doing that, it made me feel like I was just growing apart from them. Because since I wasn't opening up to some of my friends, I guess they were subconsciously following suit and the conversations just kept getting very superficial, like very surface level And these are people I've known all of my life, pretty much, like the part of it that counts, right? Like not before puberty, nobody wants to talk about that. But these are people I've known for most of my life and I felt like we were drifting apart. And I remember I was literally on my bed and I started crying because I started getting so emotional because I felt like I was the friend that... You could leave out of things because I didn't really connect with people. So it was like, if you wanted to do something, then you could easily overlook asking me because I just wasn't, I just wasn't always open with people. So it was kind of like I was getting distant. So it's like, I could have been easily left out. Like, see what I'm saying? And I just started crying and I just started getting so emotional and then... I call my best friend and that's my longest standing relationship. We've known each other since we were 12 and 13. So I called him because he's the one person I know for sure who will drag the hell out of me. Like he will tell me what I need to know without sugarcoating anything at all. And I'm the type of person that needs people to talk to me that way. I'm not saying like I need you to be mean to me or anything, but I don't like when people sugarcoat stuff. I don't like when people hold things back because I feel like I can't learn from that if you enable me. So I called him and I asked him to just, you know, read me my rights and not hold anything back. 
And that is exactly what he did. He delivered right on time as he should without missing a beat. Dragged the hell out of me. Like, removed my edges. And he basically told me that I've known you since you were 12 or 13. And I feel like I don't know you anymore because you never opened up to me. And that literally made me start crying and get more emotional because I was like, this is the longest friendship that I have, right? This is somebody I don't want to lose because I cherish the friendship. And he's telling me that he feels like we are drifting apart. It's crazy because despite me shutting down, that's one of the people that I know I would, you know, do anything for because I really cherish that relationship. I cherish that friendship. And then to hear him tell me that he feels like he doesn't know me anymore, that was like a huge slap in the face. And so that was basically the first step I took in becoming more vulnerable or getting out of that lonely place I was in because I used to be around people and feel like I don't know them or I just, I don't even know how to explain. I used to be physically in the presence of people but I would feel so distant. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, if you know, you know. It's like you're just going through something within yourself and nobody knows and nobody can relate and you don't necessarily want to open up and it just isolates you. You feel like you are all alone. And that's honestly a terrible thing to feel, especially when you're around people. It's one thing if you're alone, but especially when you're around people, people you care about and you still feel isolated, that's just so like it's 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 I just I don't even have a word. I honestly don't even have a word on how loneliness feels. But the first thing I did to get over this was I forced myself to talk to the people that I care about the most, my closest friends. I forced myself to open up to them. And ask them that question. Do you feel like I have been distant? Or how do you feel about our friendship? I went to all of the people that I care about, which is pretty much a handful of people. Like in terms of friends, that is. I didn't go to like family or anything. I just went to my friends because these are the people I talk to and physically see the most. And I just asked them to, you know, be honest with me. Like, how do they feel about the friendship? You know, like... Just be open, just be honest. And it was along the lines of what my best friend had told me, you know, and I realized that I had a part to play in my loneliness because I was isolating myself. I didn't want to open up to people. I didn't want to tell people I was hurt. So the first thing I did was I talked to them and I just got feedback on how they think our friendship is going. And then my first thing was just being honest and transparent with them. I just told them how I was feeling and I reassured them that, you know, I do care about them. Like I value these friendships and I'm just working on myself right now and I will work on opening up more. And I feel like I have since then. Since then, I have been a lot more open about different parts of my life that I haven't usually talked to my friends about or talked to anybody about simply because I just never liked being vulnerable. So if you are in a stage where you feel lonely, I would highly recommend you to reach out to the people that you really care about the most, the people you talk to the most, the people you feel the most comfortable with. 
and just ask them, you know, how do they feel about the relationship? And if you don't want to do that, you can just simply tell them, you know, I know that I have been distant, like own up to it. I know I've been distant. I know I have maybe pushed you away. I haven't been as open and I'm working on it and I care about you. I care about the relationship, right? Just ask for some feedback. Just be honest, be open. That's hard to do when you don't like being vulnerable, but I literally felt some kind of misery when I was lonely and I didn't want to feel like that. I didn't want to feel so isolated because sometimes the walls that we build to protect ourselves ends up pushing everybody that we care about out. It pushes them further and further away from us unintentionally because we're trying to protect ourselves, but these are not people that would hurt us. These are people that we care about and we are pushing them away for whatever reason. So I would challenge you to just reach out to the people that you care about the most. And if you don't want to be too vulnerable, just let them know that, you know, I'm aware that I may have been a little distant and, you know, just bear with me as I'm working on myself. You know, like just be honest with people because sometimes people might take that personally and feel like they did something to upset you when that's really not the case. If you have friendships or relationships that you care about and you don't want to lose, put your pride aside. Put your pride aside. Put your ego aside. Let the wall down for a second and just let them know that, you know, you're aware of it and you will be working on yourself because it's a process. It's a process. I'm not going to sit there and act like I just spilled the beans right after I had those initial conversations. I didn't. I didn't. I had to gradually, you know, start opening up about different things. And what I realized is when you start opening up to people about different things, they start opening up to you because they start to trust you more and feel more comfortable with you. And the relationship and the conversations just get so genuine. Like it really builds your relationships. I was so afraid of getting hurt and being vulnerable and putting myself out there that I isolated myself and it prevented me from having the one thing that I really wanted, which is just genuine relationships with people. When I started opening up to people and they started reciprocating that because they felt comfortable and our relationship was, you know, getting stronger, we started having those genuine relationships. It gave them permission to open up to me as well. And I saw that a lot of the things that I was struggling with, they related to it too. Like they were going through the same thing. But I was sitting there thinking that I was the only one and I couldn't tell anybody. And then when I told people, it's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, are you serious? Like we are all struggling right now. Like literally everybody has something they are going through. And when you put yourself out there and you just talk to the people that you care about, you might realize you're not even alone. And now you will have somebody to be there for you and help you through it, right? Like an accountability partner or a struggle buddy. <laughs> not a struggle buddy. Like I'm I'm not trying to, you know, act like I'm glorifying the struggle. But, you know, at least you will have somebody there who understands. That's what I'm trying to say. You will have somebody who understands what you are going through. And y'all will have genuine conversations about different things and that bond will get even stronger. That's exactly what happened. 
I got a lot closer to my friends when I decided to just open up, you know. It wasn't always like something deep, like, you know, some deep, dark secret or childhood trauma or stuff like that. Sometimes it's just, you know, this is an experience I'm having in life. Hey, I'm struggling with this, that and the third. And they were like, yeah, me too. Same, same, sis, same. And I'm like, are you serious? And then we would just, you know, bond over that for a minute. And I'm like, why did I ever shut them out in the first place? You know, like that's what you have friends for to support you through things like this. And most of the time, y'all probably going through the same thing. So there's no point in really shutting them out and isolating yourself because that's a that's just a terrible place to be, honestly. It's a terrible, terrible place to be. So that's just what you can start off by doing. Just start talking to people. Ease into it. You know, take some accountability and then ease into some of those difficult conversations. And you will be surprised to find out that you are not alone. Now, another thing I will say is you might also need to reflect on the deeper issues that you may have in order to resolve this. Like, it's not just something surface level that you might be dealing with, right? So, I was isolating myself because I didn't want to be vulnerable, right? Now, yes, I solved the isolation problem because I started opening up and forming those genuine bonds with my friends. However, the initial root cause was the fear of vulnerability. And that was the deeper issue that I had to reflect on. Why was I so afraid of being vulnerable, And that's a common fear that a lot of us have, but it might be caused by different things, different experiences that we've had. So I'm not going to try to generalize it. What I will say is don't be afraid to get help if you need to. Like I am considering getting therapy. And by considering, I mean I will absolutely 100% get therapy I just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. I know, bad example, but I mean, honest, I will definitely be getting therapy as soon as I can get my life together and find a therapist. I just, I don't even know where to start, honestly, but definitely consider getting therapy if you need it. I feel like a couple of years ago, it might have been taboo, but now it's just so like, like I have friends who are in therapy and it's like, the best thing for them you know like it really helps to talk to people and you know therapy is in now so get some therapy you know like issues we all have issues but child we're not trying to struggle with these issues forever so get some help if you need to because a lot of the times the things that we are struggling with the things that are making us feel lonely the things that are causing us to be isolated is because of a deeper issue and I say therapy also because even though I technically solved the surface level issue of loneliness by opening up to my friends and having more vulnerable conversations, I feel like I still technically need to work on why I don't like being vulnerable because it might be solved in this instance with friends, but you know, I don't think it's solved in every other aspect of life. So, but that's for another episode. So now let's talk about being alone. I personally am alone physically most of the time, like I said. I personally live on my own, you know. I don't have children. I don't have obligations like that. And I love it here. You know, 10 out of 10 would absolutely recommend. 
But being alone is not just living alone. It could be like maybe you move to a new city where you have no friends or it just could be your relationship status. You could just be single, right? And honestly, I feel like being alone is something that a lot of people have to get used to, especially if you haven't been an only child for most of your life like me. I have lovely twin sisters who I adore, but... They were born when I was 21. So, you know, I pretty much had the only child experience while I was a child. And now I'm basically like, I would say like a second mother, you know, because I changed the diapers. I was thrown up on. I cleaned the poop. Lovely memories. But anyway, love them to death. So, yeah, let's talk about being alone. Let's talk about enjoying your own company. If you are not... The type of person who likes being alone, I challenge you to give yourself a few months being alone. You will love it here. I am currently working on a new phase of being alone where I want to have my first solo trip because I've talked to people who had solo trips and they said that it's just a life-changing experience and I'm looking for that. I definitely want to have that experience. So I was told that everybody should have it. So I want that for you too. So I feel like everybody needs to just have a period in their life where they enjoy their own company and they really get to learn themselves. Like start taking your own self out. If you want to do something, don't wait for everybody's schedules to align and then schedule a date to do it and then work with other people's preferences and their schedules and all of that. Just do it alone. I used to be so afraid. Let me tell you, I'm a shy person. I used to be so afraid of going out to eat alone and taking myself out alone, like doing things alone, because I was worried that people would think I didn't have any friends. But I quickly grew out of that because that was like childish college thoughts in college. I felt like that as I, you know, moved out and I'm living on my own and I'm older now. I'm just like, this is like the best thing ever. I literally don't have to wait for other people. I don't have to accommodate other people. I decide what I want to do and I do it. If I decide that I want to go out to eat, I go out to eat. I want to get dressed up. I want to be cute. I want to wear heels. I do just that and I go out to eat. I take myself out. You know, if I'm hungry, I can just go sit at a bar, have a drink, do whatever I want. If I want to go to an event or something, I'll just do it by myself. It is so peaceful. I used to be so afraid of doing that, but... I'm telling you, if you're looking for peace, if you're looking for a new level of tranquility, if you just want to unlock a new level of yourself, you need to start doing things alone. You need to get to know yourself outside of the influences of other people. So I don't think being alone is a bad thing. I feel like it's a time in your life where you really need to capitalize on not having to think about anybody else. Because what if you get into a relationship and then you decide that you want to move to a new city? Now, granted, your significant other could decide to up and leave with you, but it's going to be a longer process because you have to be accommodating for somebody else. If you have an opportunity lined up for you in that new city, you have to make sure that, you know, they have an opportunity aligned over there too. You know, like decisions are made much more slower because you have to accommodate for other people's needs and other people's schedules. 
And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying while you are alone, while you are single, you need to capitalize on not having to do that. Because let me tell you something funny. Let me tell you a joke. When I was like, I don't know, maybe 17 or something like that, when I was young and dumb, basically, I used to think that I would have my life together by 25. I used to think that I would literally be married with a child and having a successful career. And Okay, maybe not a child. Let's, let's, let's take a step back. I used to think that I would be married with a successful career by age 25, 26 the latest, and then children in my later 20s. But I am 24 now, and I can safely say that that is very ghetto. I am not trying to do that at all. Let me tell you something. I cannot imagine being married right now. Like, And I'm not saying it's bad or anything like that. I obviously have no experience, but... To me, it would be too soon because I feel like I haven't spent enough time with myself. I haven't spent enough time alone getting to know myself and figuring out what it is that I want, what I don't want, what type of person I want, and then finding somebody who aligns with that. I feel like it's too soon for me personally because I haven't done that assessment yet. And the way I see it, honestly, think about it this way, right? Assuming your marriage lasts forever, as we all hope it will, right? Till death do us part. If you have the rest of your life to spend with another person, and then eventually including children, right? If you have the rest of your life to spend with your family when you get married, why would you rush into that? Like, do you realize if that's one of the things that you want to have in your life, that, like, do you realize if it is your goal to get married at some point in time and, you know, ideally be married for the rest of your life, do you realize that your time alone, your time single is limited? Like, you have a finite amount of time to be single and alone and enjoy your peace and travel whenever you want without having to look for a babysitter or without having to worry about anybody else's schedule, right? You have a finite amount of time to only think about you and do the things that you want and not really care about what other people think or worry about or syncing up with other people's schedules. You have a finite amount of time to spend with yourself, to get to know yourself, to get to know your preferences and what you like outside of other people because sometimes we do things because of other people and you don't know whether or not you would do that or like that if you did not have that person influencing you you need to figure out what it is that you genuinely like outside of the influence of anybody else you have a finite amount of time to get to know yourself if it is your goal to be married you have the rest of your life to be married you have the rest of your life to have a children and take care of your children. Why would you rush into that? Like, that's just how I see it. Why would I rush into that? My days being single, my days being alone, my days not having obligations, my days and not having to look for a babysitter when I want to go out is limited. It's limited. My days of being peaceful 
and enjoying my own company and doing whatever the hell I want, it's limited if I desire to get married in the future, which I do. That's the happily ever after. That's the lifetime commitment. And yes, you know, you can have an identity when you have a child. You can have an identity when you have a spouse. I'm not saying that's automatically canceled. I'm just saying when you involve other people in your life like that, when you have a family, it's not just about you anymore. Your decisions now affect other people. If I have children, I can't necessarily say I want to live in a high-rise condo in Midtown because as the children get older, they need a yard. They need space to run around and do stuff. A condo is not ideal. I, I need to move into the suburbs. I need to move into a house with a yard. And then even when I move, then I'll have to think of what schools are in the area for my children. You see what I'm saying? You can't just be like, oh, I want to move to A, B, and C. No, you have to consider what schools your child would be able to go to, what kind of education they would have. You can't just say, I want to move cities. No, I have a spouse. I have to think of whether or not they can get a job in that new city, whether or not they're okay with moving to a new city. You see what I'm saying? Your decisions will now affect other people. It's not just about you. So slow your ass down and enjoy being by your damn self. Like, I just, I don't see the rush anymore to run into a relationship. I am just trying to enjoy my own company and do whatever the hell I want. When you look at it in that perspective, you don't necessarily think being alone is a bad thing. Give yourself some time to get to know yourself. Capitalize on the time you have with yourself. Enjoy these moments where your decisions only impact you and you don't have to check with anybody before you do something you want to do. Cherish these moments because, child, once it's gone, it's gone. It's not just about you anymore. You can't just do shit like you were 21 again if you have a child or if you have a husband. Like, it's not just about you anymore. So cherish the time that you have to yourself. Get to know yourself. Spend some time with yourself. Capitalize on that time alone with yourself. So to recap, if you are feeling lonely, meaning you are feeling isolated from your friends, your family, the people around you, and you are mentally just shutting down or you're shutting yourself out because you don't want to be vulnerable or for whatever the reason is, I would highly recommend you you know, seek some therapy to try to get to the root cause of the issue like I will be doing. Okay, so I'm not just saying that. I will be practicing what I'm preaching. And then also, don't be afraid to reach out to some of your closest friends or the people that you are closest with. And just, you know, just ask them for feedback or ask them to be patient with you. Because chances are, if you are feeling isolated from everybody else, then everybody else might be feeling like you are being distant as well. So just be honest, just be open with people, take some accountability, and you don't even have to just open the floodgates of your heart right then and there if you don't feel comfortable. Just tell people, you know, that, you know, you're going to work on it because you don't want people to feel like, you are distancing yourself from them because of something that they did or because of something else and that there's an issue when there really isn't one. So just be honest. Just tell people 
how you are feeling. Find people that you can trust and open up to and just gradually do your best to try to let people in a little bit more. Try to let them know you a little bit more. And then seek therapy for the things that you may not feel too comfortable sharing, but you feel like you need a little bit of extra help with. And in terms of being a lone child, do not let these years go to waste, okay? Capitalize on this time. Enjoy your own company. Stop trying to look for somebody on every corner. Just, you know, just enjoy your own company. Take yourself out. Blow a check on yourself, you know, if you can afford it. Don't be irresponsible. Take yourself to the spa or something, you know, start doing things you like. If there's anything that you're interested in, but you can't get people to go with you because you're not that interested, go alone. Go alone. Have these experiences by yourself. Sometimes being alone and away from people makes you feel free because you're not subject to their opinions and you don't have to compromise. You don't have to deal with their schedules. You don't have to think about how your decisions affect other people. Capitalize on that time spent alone. So that is all I have for this week's episode. I really hoped it helped you with whatever category you may find yourself in. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with a friend. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating on whatever platform that you listen on. And also, make sure you follow me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. I'm a lot more active now. It is growing. Make sure you follow me there. As always, I appreciate you for listening, and I will talk to you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.